in introducing these storytellers, I just like to read their bios because I found that the few times that I would tell people what their stories were about, I didn't like the way it felt. And I just think that you should um, get out of their pieces what you want to take from their pieces. I mean, maybe there could be a follow-up sometime with the person. That'd be interesting. Um, Something to think about. Anyway, you're about to listen to Nisha Pagan. She was in the January Expressing Motherhood 2019 here in Silver Lake. Nisha is a mommy, wife, pediatric physical therapist, and business owner. She aspires to have free time to travel with her husband and children. She has lots of stories and aspires to write them all. She is of Indian descent and was raised in New York. After marrying her high school sweetheart and traveling cross-country post-9-11, they decided to make Southern California their home. She enjoys helping families and children in a small private practice she created due to the lack of services in Long Beach. She is inspired by all the parents she meets each day. And her website is wholeheartedpediatrictherapy.com. So she helps kids and babies recover um, and thrive. She's amazing. And without further ado, here's Nisha Pagan in Expressing Motherhood. When I started to have intense, painful contractions, I had one clear thought in my mind. What am I going to do with that pork shoulder in my fridge? I bought it to make a penil, a Puerto Rican roast pork. My husband is Puerto Rican. He would like that, I thought. Never mind that I grew up in an Indian vegan household and never cooked a penil before, but it was my plan to cook it and have all food already made when we bring our baby home. Despite any plans, though, the penil was not cooked. And Evan was born earlier than expected. He was shaky and small. I didn't hold Evan until 10 hours after he was born. That gave me this immediate, deep, visceral pain. It felt like I was punched in the gut, and all I could do was cry. I was eventually discharged from the hospital without Evan, and when we returned home, I was mad at everybody, including my husband. The neighbors were out that Saturday morning. Why did you take me home when our neighbors were having a yard sale? As if my husband had any control of the situation. I couldn't bear the questions or the look of pity from neighbors who expected me to return home with my baby. I didn't know what to tell family. What did you do, my mother asked. Why is he in the hospital? I didn't have answers. When will my son be able to come home, I asked his doctor. And what is your differential diagnostic process? I felt dismissed by doctors. Be a mother, the doctor said, not a physical therapist. What? How do I do that, I thought. By that time, I'd prepared for my profession for the past 10 years. I had advanced my career as a pediatric physical therapist with extensive study and experience, assuring myself, making myself 100% certain I know exactly what to do. And if I don't, I have a systematic process. I was only a mother for a few days, and I felt underqualified. I was uncomfortable with the uncertainty of motherhood. I needed help. So when Evan was finally discharged, My mother came to visit. What are you doing to him? She asked, knocking on my bedroom door. It was midnight. 
Evan was waking up every three hours around the clock with an inconsolable cry. It was a cry of shrieking terror. I was attempting to swaddle him. My mother approached Evan. I felt relieved for a moment. I would get help. She threw each side of the blanket over him. She picked him up with the blanket loosely wrapped and handed him to him, handed him to me. Evan continued to shriek. I don't know, I can't remember how to do this, my mother said, throwing her hands up. I felt bad for my mother. How many times did she feel uncertain when she tried to take care of me and my siblings? I remember her sleeping most of the days. She was typically sad or angry. But by midweek of my mother's visit, I had no pity for her. She compared Evan to my brother's son, who apparently never cried. She told me her allergies were flaring up due to all the dust in my house. One evening, exhausted, I remember screaming at my mother while holding Evan in my arms. I can't take the criticism about myself, my husband, my house, and most of all, Evan. She stood there speechless. And then I looked down at my baby. Evan was bright-eyed, and he had this look of satisfaction. <laughs> I wasn't used to seeing it. He was smiling at me. I looked at him, tilted my head, thinking he was so cute already. And why was he so calm and happy? Maybe Evan felt that calmness, that liberation I felt fi finally saying everything I wanted to say to my mother. The hormonal changes associated with pregnancy, delivery, and nursing, as well as my predisposition to depression, was not something I was prepared for. I didn't want my children to grow up with a distant, sad mother. So I sought help, and I accepted the recommendation for medication and therapy. I am now the mother of three sons. I have become comfortable with the discomfort of motherhood. Evan is now 11 years old, almost taller than me, and way nicer than me. <laughs> he is an extrovert and loves to be surrounded by our closest friends. He is a wonderful big brother and credited for training me as a mother. He wants to be just like his daddy, and he loves Ben Neal.